We've got to get a usable cold open here. <laughs> hey, Evan, what do you like about mangoes? Oh, you know, I don't love them. Why not? I, I don't know. I don't like a I don't like a honeydew melon, and so I feel like sometimes in my mind I confuse that with a mango. What? They're different colors, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they. Are. <laughs> I said it, and then I took it. Wait, wait. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it, Josh. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, who are we? <laughs> Let me tell ya. My name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a podcast about... <laughs> I was on cue that time. I know. I was ready for you it. Really I threw you off because I was on cue. You actually kind of did. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. even know where to go from here. Um, podcast about old movies uh, from our childhood-ish. We uh, we watch one movie a week. We come together every Monday is when we release our episode, so it's easy for me to remember all this shiz. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we talk about it, and uh, we talk about whether we liked it, whether we what our relationship was to it when we were kids, and whether it deserves a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Are you like giving them the opportunity to like run away after the after the opening? Yeah, I'm just leaving a lot of empty space here so that they can they can mull over in their heads what I've described as the kind of conceit of our podcast. And then well, I uh, guess it is kind of a pitch. Like, hey, yeah, listen like, to us. This is what we're about. Oh, we gotta sell it every time, don't we? Yeah. Well, that's kind of what the begin. It's like I'm giving them the context, right? So it's like, do you want to stick around to watch? Do you want to? Person listening, do you want to listen to two 30-year-old white men with nothing really special about them talk about this movie? Think no. think it through. Oh, yeah. Okay. Really think it through before you're listening. Yeah, and don't listen to Josh. He's How's it going, himself. Evan? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Oh, it's good, man. My car is in the shop. My car's Aww. yeah, my car my name my car's name is Charlotte. What'd you do to it? She just started like uh, when I I drove down to the uh the parking lot and luckily it happened right as I was parking. All of a sudden she lit up like a pinball machine. And oh. uh I guess there's something wrong with the alternator. So after work I I took her down to to Larry's. He's a fair guy. Shout outs to Larry's Automotive in Castro Valley, California. Um He's a really good guy. He he fixes up Morgan and I's cars, um, so I I trust him. He's 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 done right by us, you know. Nothing worse than not being able to trust your mechanic. How long has it been since you've had I, a car? How, that I've had a car? Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I had uh, that little Nissan Sentra from the nineties. Right. Oh, nostalgia baby car. Aww. Beep beep. And uh, I <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, I had that in college. And then I didn't take it with me to Chicago because, come on. Oh, did you have You don't that? need one of those here. Did you have that car into college? Yeah. Like you, you drove it I up to that. Ashland? Yeah, that's how I got... 
back and forth between Oregon and California. Oh, God, dude. I, that's how dumb I am. I just was like, well, when I came back to California, it was always there. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, why would you be visiting without me being yeah, there? Yeah, I know. I, yeah, that's... That's just how dumb I am. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Matt. Tapes. Hey, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. <laughs> Podcast about buddies. About buddies. That's really what this podcast is. You know about. that? It's about friendship. That car was stolen. <gasps> what? Did you know that? No. Yeah. When did that happen? Not recently. Liv is in college. No. But you got it back? Yeah. Yep. So somebody like so took bef- it for a joyride? So what happened was so uh, shout out to Tiburon California PD. Tiburon California PD. I mean, you guys are pretty hard ass. You guys have a lot of free time. A lot of free time. So when I first went to college, I actually didn't take my car with me. I just didn't uh, for most of my freshman year. You like drove up with John Del Seco or something. Yeah, he had a car. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. I don't need one here. I was on campus. But anyway, one day I was just like sitting at my desk, like playing Half-Life 2 or something. And my mom calls me and she's like, Josh, uh, your car your car was stolen. Like, what? And she's like, yeah, it was just parked in our driveway and somebody stole it and they filed a police report. And then oh my God. like, I was like, oh, shoot. But I also remember not caring that much for some reason. You know, mm. college days. You don't care about anything. And then the next You're day. You're a pretty cool cat. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool. <laughs> uh, the next day, my parents called me back and they were like, oh, we got the car back. <laughs> wow. So it's like, how, how did they, they find happened? it? Like- they actually found it by accident. So the police found the car. Only because, not because they were looking for it, but because I guess a cop just like, they saw a car parked, but it was parked like kind of at a weird angle. Mm. So they were like, this is suspicious. So they looked it in and it was like my car, which had been stolen. They found it in Strawberry, which is the town like right next to fucking Tiburon. And they found it. Nothing in there was stolen. Not my take dep, take dep, take dep, take, take dep. Wow. One more time. You can do tape it. Tape deck. Yeah, there Yay, it is. You got it. I knew it. So they didn't take my tape deck or, <laughs> and they didn't take anything else. Uh, but they had drawn on the back of the windshield like a, a gang sign in the condensation of the window. Like, they didn't even tag it. They just like oh, did it with their finger. my God. So what we're thinking happened was like some teenagers like stole the car Drove it a quarter of a mile and then like ditched it. Good lord, dude! Yeah. And I got it back. <laughs> that is so all within like a twenty-four hours. Like, Josh, your car was stolen. Okay, Josh, we got your car back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, what did we watch this week, Josh? Oh, let me remember. Oh, we watched <laughs> one of the best movies of the hero f- franchise. Yeah. We watched 2002's Spider-Man, directed by Sam Raimi, starring none other than Tobey Maguire. You got Kirsten Dunst, you got James Franco, you got Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. You got J.K. Simmons as... um, as uh, what, oh, the reporter guy. Yeah, yeah. Get me them pics of Spider Man. Yeah, dude. Oh man, I've been wanting. I've been actually wanting to do this one for a long time for for a few reasons. Pour one out mm-hmm. for for my boy Stan Lee. You know who you are. 
Um, I I love Spider Man. Like I don't know what it is, but I, I I remember as a kid, I always loved Spider Man. The um, I was never a comic person, um, uh, but I loved like the animated series and X Men. Like, do you remember watching those when you were a kid? Yeah, I remember them. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Sp- Amazing Spider Man series. Uh, yeah, those were kind of the two main much. ones. I watched like Batman the animated series, but. Uh, yeah, I really liked Spider-Man. For whatever reason, just his abilities were cool to me. Um, I think, yeah, I think Spider-Man was probably, he was probably the most tangible superhero for its audience. Because think about who the audience of comic book readers nerdy, was at the time. It yeah. was like, it was like a bunch of kids. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's, uh, a kid that has a pretty normal life, but with powers. Like, yeah, that's going to be popular. Well, and also he's he's sort of an outsider because he's because he's really smart. And kids that are drawn to reading for fun are generally, you know, quote unquote, smart. Um, so yeah, definitely. We and we, and we'll get into the fantasy of that. But what, do you want to? You have a synopsis for this, babe? Uh, no, but I'll get one right now. Get Spider a Man. Spider Man. Two thousand two. Spider Man. Spider Man centers on student Peter Parker, Toby Maguire, who. After being bitten by a genetically altered spider, gains superhuman strength and the spider-like ability to cling to any surface. I guess that's the highlight of his powers. That's it? What about uh, Spidey Sense and the webs? He, he vows to use his abilities to fight crime, coming to understand the words of his beloved Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, my God, dude. Even just like that, that scene made me choke up. Like I was really, yeah, oh, cool. yeah, it did for me because I just was like, man, that is so true. And just <sighs> okay, well, anyway, we'll let, let we'll we'll get into that. But did you watch this one when you were again? I mean, I know everybody kind of watched this uh, one because it was like the first yeah, this- really big superhero movie, but. Yeah, this was this was one of the uh, probably the first of the super big Marvel movies. Even though technically, uh, I think it was Blade that was the first, because that's technically Marvel. That's a Marvel character. I just don't know if it was Marvel uh, Studios. Well, that but Marvel has had like it. Marvel had Captain America, like a really terrible Captain America from the eighties, and yeah, but I mean, this one was huge. Everybody was like, "Oh, Spider Man, big old movie." Big budget and big actors for the yeah. time too. Huge actors, dude. Tobey Maguire, Willem Dafoe, huge. And they talked. Maguire was huge then. They talked about this movie for years and years. And I remember, like, in you can see Stanley in old interviews. He's like, "Oh, you guys are gonna love it. I just, I guarantee. I can't wait for you guys to be able to see the Amazing Spider-Man the movie. I can't tell you anything." You're. Your Stanley sounds exactly like Willem Dafoe doing Green Goblin. <laughs> Where do you think like he got it from? Like if you put him side by side, oh yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna be Stanley, except just laugh more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Of course, I, I watched this one a ton, um, and I think that what what helped me cement this one, like all, uh, I watched this one and Spider Man Two. All, all three of the the Sam, Sam Raimi trilogies. We don't have to talk about the third one, but I really loved this one and the second one. And I think for you know for me, video gaming, Spider Man Two was like one of the most amazing. Like, did you ever play that game? 
I remember playing a Spider-Man game for what was it PS2, but you don't know if it was that I don't one. Know, I didn't really. I don't know if it was that one. I also just didn't like Spider-Man. Was cool, but he wasn't really top of the list for me. Yeah, for for me, he was really high up there because for for that one, they really nailed the like um, the web swinging and. The, the only time yeah. that it has ever been better is actually the, mo- the more recent uh, Spider-Man that came out for the PlayStation 4, I think, like, last year, maybe the year before. Um, dude, that game was incredible. Like, so I feel like just, just for me, having that game to play and, like, this movie and kind of knowing that, like, the PlayStation 3 was on the horizon and it was using the same font as the Spider-Man movie because Spider-Man is a, <laughs> is a Sony property. Like, for whatever reason... It's that got just, that font. It just all... It all tied together for... And worked really well on me. That You know, I don't exactly know why. Um, but, yeah, I just... I, I really liked Peter Parker and... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. He, he, he was the guy for me. Yeah, I mean, it made sense at the time. Yeah, and it's I, continued I to this day. Too. Like my, like I don't, I know that Josh didn't watch, which is I believe is a travesty. I think it's illegal for you to not have seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, because it's probably the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time, and probably my favorite superhero movie of all time as well. Okay, well, this isn't this isn't beat up Josh podcast. This is. Uh, tapes, tapes, tapes. Uh, podcast about old movies. Imagine where Evan and Josh do a yeah. You, I see, yeah, yeah. You, go, you say something. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, <laughs> but I guess no, I, I just I didn't can, have anywhere I was going. I know. I guess I learned that you didn't have anywhere to go with that one. <laughs> you knew it, and I knew it too. So thank you. Kapow! Imagine that I just I just clocked you in the face, and there's a big kapow coming out. Like a kapow coming out of my face, like blood, and it just reads kapow. Yeah, yeah, like a like a superhero situation. I don't understand. So, like, you punch me, and uh-huh. like little letters come bleeding out of my face instead of blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, actually yeah. a pretty terrifying visual. <laughs> like you, well, just an, a K just starts coming out of my eye. We'll be right back after taking a short break and listening to. Something. Oh, what? Do we got to give him something to listen to? No, we already did. We were editing. Okay, have fun, Brownie Break. (laughs) Hi, all. This is Morgan. I'm Evan's wife, and I'm also president of the Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fan club. Thank you for listening, my fellow fans, my fellow listeners, my fellow rewinders, and my fellow ejectors. Find Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or on their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. You can also, if you want, send an email to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com with your suggestions of what the guys should watch in the future. All right, I'm pressing unpause. Back to the show. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back from your break. Did you have a good break? I did. So what was it like? Hey, Evan, you want to, you want to, you want to, you have you noticed something? (laughs) 
What? <laughs> what? Have you noticed something? No. What did I? Do? I haven't. I haven't eaten or tapped anything this episode yet. Oh my god, that's really hard for you, huh? It's so hard for you that you had to call attention to it. What is this episode like? Thirty-two, and you you need validation for that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just tap something. Just get it out of your system right now. All right, I got some granola right here. That's nice and crunchy. <laughs> Serious snacks. Uh, granola. I was like, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on my desk all. Oh, look who it is! It's palsy. No, god damn it, dude! Wow, you are <laughs> palsy. <laughs> Come here. Right, so I just I was on such a roll, and now I gotta get it out of my system. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Get so, out of here. What was it like for you, Come Josh? Here. Josh, god get damn it! Here. Get out of here. Sorry, I'm getting palsy's gone now. Okay, what's up? What was it like for you? Because I know that you are a big Evil Dead boy. Um, were you like excited because the Sam Raimi was going to do a Spider-Man situation, or had, were you tracking that I, yet? That like you like Sam I don't Raimi? Think I, you mean when I saw it at the time? Yeah, just or like before it came out. Like, I guess when we were this old, we no. weren't really being like, "Oh, such and such directed it." Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really tracking Sam Raimi then I knew by that point that the evil dead was a very big part of my childhood but I just saw that as look it's Bruce Campbell doing Bruce Campbelly things I wasn't really thinking about who was directing it or like any of that monkey business yeah yeah okay I just was curious because I I realized like I mean it it does now yeah after the fact but uh at the time not really yeah okay just another person just another name. Just, just curious. So this movie is one of the one of the superhero movies, which they've kind of started to go away from this, where it's an origin story. Like they actually start with Peter Parker with no superpowers, and he actually gets his superpowers from you know being bitten by the spider. Like they show the kind of before and after, and his whole transition into. Um, being a superhero. And I got to say, from my perspective, I think that this is probably the best that that they have ever done. Like any movie has ever done an origin story with the superpowers. Um, oh, you mean like the whole, how, how he kind of gets there and what he experiences? Yeah, I just think that they motivate everything in such a smart way. Like everything from... You know the the simple like okay they're on a field trip and like a sciency place and they're and there's st- this sciency place is studying spiders and um, all the way through him getting his abilities and like learning how to kind of use them and even the motivation for him to like when you really break it down beat by beat it's just done very smartly he wants the attention of Mary Jane Mary Jane is into Biff, the oh, by the way, shout outs to Joe Manganiello from uh, True Blood, <laughs> little baby Joe Manganiello. Um, Joe, I wish I could po- jump on that knowledge of knowing what that was. <laughs> oh, you never watched True Blood? Oh, I actually watched the first episode recently, and uh, I might not watch a second. Yeah, don't, don't, because yeah, don't, don't do it. Um, okay, I'm just that's a warning. But anyway, 
so Peter Parker is like, he wants to get the attention of Mary Jane. She loves the car that he's in. And Tobey Maguire's character, he's just like, Tobey Maguire's character. Like, nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Um, but uh, he's like, oh, shit. Well, then I need to get a nice car to impress her. So then he goes to the newspaper. And the newspaper is like, you can get whatever, $3,000 for spending three minutes in the ring with Macho Man Randy Savage. And then and then he's like, oh, well, it's a wrestling thing, so I've got to create a costume. So then he creates, like, the prototype of the Spider-Man costume. And, like, mm-hmm. it just is really, I don't know, it's just really, really smart, and it doesn't seem contrived. It seems like, um, it seems like there's real motivation for it albeit kind of yeah everything has intention behind it kind of shallow motivation but like but he's a teenager he's you know he's in high school so he's he's just like yeah you can track it pretty easily yeah and i i just love how how they do everything and even the more serious part of like when he's the reason that i said earlier that i got i got choked up when uncle ben was saying with great power comes great responsibility is because after the match, when Peter Parker lets the robber go by him, and then and when because he gets jilted by the the bookie who only gives him like a hundred bucks, and Peter Parker's like, "You owe me jilted." Yeah, because he didn't get paid the full amount. I just uh, I haven't heard that expression. Jilted. Jilted. You never heard jilted. Jilted. Yeah, yeah. No. Jilted. Go- jilted. Google it. Okay. Anyway, well, so he he lets him go by because then the guy. The robber guy, the guy with the weird white hair, robs him, and then he lets him go by, and the bookie's like, why didn't you stop him? And he's like, whatever, because he was trying to get back at the bookie. And then, like, instant fucking karma. Like, his uncle gets shot by this guy who steals his car. Like, I just think it's it's just... He learned exactly why with great power comes great responsibility, and that is what was the demise of his uncle. Like, it just... I don't know. I just, I geek out about this stuff. You, you don't sound very yeah. impressed. <laughs> uh, well, I've also, I've looked up jilt, and you're right. It is a sudden rejection or abandon. In parentheses, a lover. Oh, maybe so that's... So we love the bookie. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that's my... No, I, no, 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 we don't have to will anyway your whole point. <laughs> that was true. It, it, like, it is very... I mean, I'm sure you can already tell by my tone that I'm probably not going to agree with you. But uh, it's true that, like, everything that they've kind of set up fits in very seamlessly with, like, all the little points of the story, like, tied together very, very clearly, uh, very cleanly. Almost like a comic book would. Yeah, I mean, right, exactly. Um, okay, well then, what was your experience? And now I'm like scared to even ask. What was your experience <laughs> watching this movie? <laughs> I'm like already ready. I'm ready, dude. I'm like rolling up my sleeves. You're ready for it? <laughs> I... I'm going to see you in a couple of days, so you better be nice. Oh, no. Wait, my opinion of Spider-Man's... Hey, oh, Evan's going to be in Chicago in a couple days. That's right. We're going to be together with his wife, and we're going to pal around. But more importantly, I'm going to get punched if I say this wrong. So I (laughs) I loved it. I loved this movie. Okay, I can't tell if you're just avoiding... I didn't. I did did not like it. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I thought it aged like shit. Really? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Okay, why? I need to know why. So, okay. So, I mean, uh, superhero movies are kind of tough for me. 
Because it's already like, it's not that it's a hard sell for me, but just like, I don't relate to super movie, superhero like themes that well. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy them, but just deep What would down, you describe like, as a superhero theme? A superhero theme? Yeah. Uh, you mean in like a movie? I'm just, I don't. Well, the themes are all very, the themes are all very human of like, you know, self-discovery, like finding, you know finding your balance between like kind of like the dark and the light like that whole thing but like just the idea of uh, it's just like the vehicle of using like superhuman people to do that i don't know i just i've never found it like that relatable Hmm, okay but that's aside that's aside that's aside the point you know i was always a really big fan of like the tim burton like batman movies and all that stuff because they're very fun uh yeah they're silly but they're like cartoons. They're kinda. silly. Yeah. And and I think because now that we're kind of like so, so saturated by superhero movies, just because there's so many of them now, the only real difference for me with them is like their tone and their style and like whether or not that really does anything for me because there's just like it's all already been done and it's like there's just so much of it. And I'm watching this movie now, and all I'm seeing are cliches. Like, everything everybody says is a cliche. Like, everything everybody does in the movie, like, is, like, the superhero trope. The kind of, like, this is... It's kind of, like, by the book but this, superhero but stuff. But this yeah. is the book. Like, that's that's the yeah. thing. is like, this is where it all originated from. I know, and it just doesn't really do anything for me. Wow. See, I, I think we just have two different perspectives on it because for me, I'm like, wow, isn't that amazing how like superhero movies that come out now all borrow from from this? Because I do agree that like, that yeah, you know, especially with the DC versus Marvel movies, there does tend to be like a huge tone difference and that's that's why you can kind of see DC not doing very well. Versus Marvel has like, Marvel has really figured out what tone works well with audiences. And I think DC was like, well, it worked for Christopher Nolan. Let's make everything dark and gritty. And it's like, that's because Christopher Nolan is an amazing film director. Or like, he's he's an amazing filmmaker. So it just, it would have been amazing whether it was Batman or just anybody. Like, those stories would have worked. Um but I don't know. It just for for me, watching this was really. Uh, I I've been curious about going back to this one for years now because the market is so saturated with superhero movies, and this was kind of the first time that mainstream, like other than Batman, this was kind of the first time that mainstream moviegoers were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check out what the superhero situation is all about." Yeah. So for me, it has yeah, like an important know- historical context, but. I guess you don't give a shit. Well, no, I care about the historical context. It just, it doesn't have a long shelf life for me. The same way that those Batman movies do. Because, like, what what I mean is, like, when I look at, like, maybe this is why I like, like, my my favorite superhero has always been Iron Man. Like, that was the one that, like, I actually bought comic books for, like, all that stuff. And, like, one of my favorite of, like, the Marvel franchise movies. Because that first one that they did... which kind of set the tone pace for the rest of them. It's like, oh, let's just take somebody that's like a really human fuck, a really human person that's like kind of messed up. And it's just like, they just have real problems. And like, they're just kind of getting out of that problem using, 
weird things that happen to them or like they get the powers to do that and like i find that really interesting because at the end of the day they're just people in like really different circumstances where i look at like spider-man and it's like i feel like none of the problems in spider-man are like real it's like the dad is the two-dimensional mean unsupportive dad that gets split in two by like at, uh, by like an experiment and like the son are oh, you talking about the green uh, goblin you're talking about well, yeah, Green Goblin, and then his son, what's his name? Osborne, uh, uh, Harry. Well, no, the actor. Uh, oh, James Franco. Yeah, James Franco is just like, I'm upset and mad, and like, I just want the girl, but nothing I say really makes me, like. But he doesn't like, feel really like he weirdly f- he doesn't feel stuff. like he fits in because he's he's rich. Yeah, you, it's just you the have, way that they get there with the you writing have divided and the these archetypes. characters in, in incorrectly. I think. I think you have look. You're looking at them as being totally two dimensional. And I, I, they feel so two dimensional. I don't think so. I actually was watching. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was watching it. I was watching Norman and Harry Osborne's relationship, and I was like, you know, they actually have an interesting dynamic. And like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was really interesting. Their how he was kind of like feeling the pressure from the other kid. Like he, he really resented his dad for dropping him off in front of the school and Rolls Royce. And his dad was like, yeah, but excellence is is all you need. Like you need to be excellent. Like what you shouldn't be ashamed of what you are. And and Harry Osborne comes at it from more of like a, and if you know anything about like the, the comic book character, Harry Osborne takes more from his mom's side, which is why he's more kind of sensitive to the needs of, of poor people. And like, he is always kind of helping out Peter Parker or trying to help out Peter Parker. And then like, there's kind of a pride dynamic between the two of them because Peter Parker doesn't want his help. He doesn't want anybody's help to the extent where like, even though he is Spider-Man saving, like he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like he's, he's saving people from muggers and stuff in, in the comic books and in some of the video games, like he becomes homeless because he just doesn't make any money. He doesn't have any time to work like a real job. He just he superheroes himself into poverty, like I. Oh, I would have loved to see that. It's so interesting because I don't I don't really get what your complaint is because I feel like you you enjoy when superhero movies are campy and funny, but this one I guess you just didn't didn't think it was that. But this wasn't. I didn't feel any camp or any like silliness from it. Yeah. It felt like too serious like it was too seriously trying to be the the comic book movie that it like was meant to be like it was Mm. holding up a legacy okay "Mm." well okay i mean we can agree on one thing at least because i what i would say is that and this is sacrilege to people who love spider-man movies um and especially these movies um I don't love Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Like, there's some people... I fucking hate him. There's some people who are like, (laughs) Tobey Maguire is the only Spider-Man. That's it. And for me, I'm like, Tobey Maguire is a a good actor. And I just don't think he's... I just don't think he's Spider-Man. I don't think he's funny enough is the problem. And Spider-Man yeah, I think is he's very got really weird comedic time. Yeah, his all of his little quips, they just didn't and his voice is weird. They just didn't really work. His voice his voice is weird. Um no, I well, I agree when he's kind of sounds like an old man. His his voiceover when he's yeah, his VO was not good. Um I would say of the recent like whoever they have that Tom Holland who's playing Spider-Man right now. Yeah. He's very playful. He's really good at it. Um and the guy who they had Maybe it's just 
the guy who they had playing uh, the amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, he he worked well because he was really snarky. Yeah, I was thinking about that because this is the third time they've rebooted the series. And that second iteration with Andrew Garfield, it wasn't that it was bad. It just like the writing and some of the story structure just really was awful. But I thought Andrew Garfield was like a decent pick. But yeah, you know, that's he what carried I carried that whole movie. You know, and I, yeah, but the reason that I like this, like Tom Hollard, kind of the newer one. Holland. Is Holland, Hollard, Holland, is because it like. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like Kristen Dun- Kirsten Dunst or like really any of the celebrities in the movie. Like they're all great actors, but I'm kind of like, why are they in this movie? And I what didn't really think about it. They're until, in the movie because like, saw... they could get these names. <laughs> they're exactly. like exactly, and that's money. why. Yeah, and that's what they needed to get people in the seats. Although but now like Marvel Will- has all these resources. Like I said, I like Willem Dafoe and James Franco. I mean, we we might just have to disagree oh, on that, but like. I, lo- I love Willem Dafoe and James Franco. He's fine. Uh, but um, like this new one, it's like they didn't have to put big names in it. They can just find the best actors for the job because they have that big of a name. Which I think is like, that's best case that's scenario. That's interesting. Yeah. I also really, really like, like the father-son dynamic that they have with uh, Spider-Man and Iron Man in in phase, phase three of the MCU or whatever the hell was just Yeah, because... They're actual high schoolers. It feels right. Like, yeah. I look at Tobey Maguire and I'm like, no, no. You're, like, going <laughs> to golf after this. <laughs> you're going to golf after this. <laughs> and, like, I don't really buy Kirsten Dunst as, like, uh, like kind of like a spacey. She was a foil. Like She was, the, yeah, the this movie was, was not very feminist. Like, she was... No, I mean that probably goes without saying. Any like a lot of these superhero movies struggle with that, but this one in particular, she she got saved by him how many times? Like three, four times, five times. Like she's totally useless unless she's falling in love with, um, like a problematic person, and like oh she was abused by her dad. Oh she was abused by her boss at work. Ah she was in another abusive relationship. Like, yeah. And that that feels like writing that's like trying to force like, look, these are high schoolers, but they're not. So we got to kind of like force it through the writing. There's also a but bit like of, you don't have to worry about that. There's also kind of a nerd fantasy of like the girl actually does like the nice guy. It's kind of like the nice guys finish last narrative whole thing. And then yeah. and he's like, I did finally get the girl, but I'm going to turn her down at the very end. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just. That, that there was some nerd fantasy. So th- those are my critiques of the movie. I don't like Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, um, and yeah, the the obviously it's not very feminist. But um, well, what I'm, was the I'm, motivation of the Green Goblin to just kill everybody? Because he um, he wanted his company, he wanted Oscorp to succeed. They were losing funding, so he just started killing everybody. Well, he killed the he killed the rival uh, company. That were making the like the suit. Basically, they were trying to do like an Iron Man situation. Um, so he killed them, and then he killed the members of the board that had voted him out unanimously. Right. So it was all it was all money and power focused, um, which which is in line with his character because for him, excellence is. I mean, like I said, like the Rolls Royce is the is the example of, um, whatever. Anyway, well. Well, you know, I don't know. Is there anything? Did you like anything about it? Did you? 
Did you like anything about the movie? Did you did you think the visuals held up like well enough for early two thousands? The the vis the visuals held up well enough for two thousand two, which was just like a heap of of uh, trying new things. Yeah. So I'll give it up to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought the costume design was kind of bogus. Honestly, <laughs> like the Green Goblin was kind of like. I wanted to like it, yeah. but it was just like they were still. It was like it felt like a Power Ranger. They were. St- <laughs> Wait, didn't somebody say that in the movie? Didn't somebody say who's that Power Ranger? Did they? <laughs> I think they did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> um, I think that was one of the subtitles. That's like that. I love watching movies with subtitles for stuff like that because sometimes you, like, you don't hear it, but you'll see like. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I did. Like I, I mean, I've always, I, I did. I always liked the Kirsten Dunst, uh, the upside down kiss. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very iconic. Like that. Like they did that very well. That was smart. Yeah. And I do actually like some of the final battle with Green Goblin. Like that. That uh-huh. scene like had pace to it that like doesn't exist anywhere else in the movie. That I'm like. Oh, like there's this really, really great shot that like I feel like is really iconic where like they're fighting and like Spider-Man kind of like falls through a glass like wall. But as he's falling in, like there's a grenade following him and it blows up in slow motion in his face as he realizes what's going on and like tears off half of his mask. Yeah, yeah. And like he's got to continue the fight after cool. that. And then it's a very like it has like intensity to it and like tension where like it doesn't really like like even in the scenes where like willem dafoe and uh spider-man they like know one another is like i know who you are like i still like wasn't afraid for either of them it didn't feel very tense Mm. but like that last scene it kind of was well there you go okay i got something i got some compliment out of you my job here is done thanks everybody (laughs) for listening to this episode of tapes 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 we're not even gonna. Even rate I'm it. not gonna let you rate it. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> what if I did? You're taking this away from what me. What if I did? What What would you do? <laughs> okay, th- great up here. I'm gonna read an email. This is from uh, Jared Stop. No, no, no. From Cincinnati. No, 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 no. All right, let's let's. Jared says, "Stop this." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Stop. Oh God. All right. Let's give it. You ready? You ready to rate 2002's Spider-Man? I give this movie a spin and fwin. <laughs> fwin. What does that mean? Fwin? Like you're spinning it out the door, it, but then you flick your spider web back at it. So it's kind of it's kind of like uh, spinning a coin. You know how you like spin it on a desk and then you flick it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do with this movie. That's what I do with this movie. I spin and fwin. I spin it and then I flick it away from me. Because, like, it's fun to play with. It's fun. Like, I'm glad that it's here and it's always been there. It's an activity I used to do when I was a kid. But ultimately, I'm going to probably flick it away from me. Okay, all right. (sighs) Well... I, I can see you really do well with contrasting opinions. <laughs> for whatever reason, God damn! Dude, for, for whatever reason, this episode Have I betrayed has you? me really so. Like we've had contrasting opinions before, but for whatever reason, I just don't. I think it's just because like I don't think you're. <laughs> I don't want to say that. 
You don't think I'm right? I don't think you're right. I think you're wrong. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, wait. So is this a reflection of your in a... Wait, wait, wait. This is one of two things. Either this is a reflection of your inability to like let somebody have their own opinion and that be okay. Or it means that every opinion that I've had up to this point in this podcast, you've agreed with at some point. I think that... I think that... Um, I just don't understand. Like, I... I, I I think I I find your opinion inconsistent with all of the bullshit that you've made me watch. Like I just, <laughs> dude, let's get personal. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is I'm I'm letting you down. Oh man. I, you know what? I'll give this I I give this movie a no 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 no. no. It's just I'm at this point I'm kind of it's just interesting that I I do have these feelings about it because it doesn't make any like who gives a shit it's just a movie. Are you taking this personally? No, I'm not taking it personally. I guess I just don't understand. Like I maybe when I listen back when I'm editing the episode, I'll I'll be able to hear your opinion cuz I I really I walked away when when we watched this movie. I was like, "That was great. I can't wait to talk about that movie with Josh." So then to have you have such an extreme such an extreme opinion in the other direction, I just am like, "Oh, what? What do you mean?" <laughs> oh man. Evan, my best bud. We're, it's okay. We're best friends. I didn't I, I love just, you so much. I'm kind of I'm I'm tired of superhero cliches. I get it. It's just that's what it comes down to. I think I, I get it. I get it. It's okay. I'm fine. And unless they're really gonna go hard left and make it like we're gonna poke fun at ourselves, like I don't know. I've seen it enough. Oh boy. Okay. Well, of course I give this movie a uh, a be kind and rewind. Um, mm. However, mm. I would say um, that it. You know, don't go into it thinking that it's going to be as good as or better than the more recent Spider-Man movies, um, because that's just not true. Like I, I see people that post the only Spider-Man movies are the original Sam Raimi trilogy, and that's it. I don't want to see anything else. And I'm just like, no, man. Objectively speaking, Spider-Man: Homecoming is a better movie. Like, just objectively speaking. <laughs> Can you imagine? Toby Maguire fighting Josh Brolin Thanos. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, I really can't. Yeah, I don't like Toby Maguire Spider-Man. All right, anyway, well, what um, what would you recommend instead of watching 2002's Spider-Man? Um, if somebody wasn't going to enjoy this, what, what would they like? That felt a little pointed. No, no, Ooh. actually, I, like there is nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. I was you fuck. I, my tone kind of drifted because I was like looking off in the distance. Like this actually is kind of a hard one to recommend something else. No, against. I, I actually think I'll recommend uh, Batman Returns. Okay, but why? <laughs> <laughs> my tone. Uh, I'm so sorry, dude. You know I love you, right? Yeah, man. You, yeah, I know. You, I love you. I love okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, I'm I, not mad. I'll recommend. <laughs> I swear I'll re- to God. Okay, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> really so I recommend uh, Batman Returns because, just from my point of view, it feels in the same vein of like kind of classic archetypes, uh, in like you know superhero movies, but with kind of like 
you know, kind of those similar cliches, you know, putting a director putting their own spin on it where yes. it's fun, mm-hmm. but it is it, it's fun and it isn't supposed to be like, you know, the most serious thing in the world. Um, but, you know, it's just like a fun, a fun superhero movie that like kind of feels similar in the style of like you would see the kapow bubble. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Above somebody getting punched. Okay. Um, uh, mine is, and we've, we've already talked about it in this episode, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and not just because of what I said, that it's like my favorite superhero movie now. Um, but I really do think they do something really unique with the Peter Parker, um, or well rather, and it's not Peter Parker, it's Miles Morales, um, with his story of how he becomes Spider-Man, um, that's really unique but still touches on a lot of the same themes that are in that relate to Spider-Man and their treatment of female characters. And that is so much better. Um, I'm really looking forward to the spider Gwen, spider Gwen spinoff movie. Plus dude, it has Nicholas cage in it. Like it's an amazing, Oh wow. It's an amazing movie. And John Mulaney who plays yeah. Peter Porker. Um, yeah, I, that movie's incredible. Um, it does something fresh with the Spider-Man thing. So if you are tired of Spider-Man, if you're tired of superhero movies, even though it is a superhero movie and it has it has multiple Spider-Men and women in it, um, I think that you're still going to get something out of it that's like a fresh... And it looks like nothing else I've ever seen before. Like from an animated movie's perspective, I've never seen anything that commits this hard. Um and is as bold as this movie is. Um, and that's saying a lot because I'm a huge fan of, of animated movies. Um, so yeah, that, well, how about this? that's my recommendation. Because I have, dis- I have scarred our relationship so much with this episode uh, and my opinion of this movie. I will commit to watching Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so that's your penance is watching an amazing movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll give you my Apple ID login and you can download it. I, I bought it. Wow, even better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like penance. Let me make your penance easier. <laughs> Not only make it easier, but also it's like, well, I don't know. At this point, I might have, you know, I don't know if it's possible to talk up that movie too much. I don't know. I guess do I it. guess we'll learn. We'll we'll find out next time on tapes, tapes, tapes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Josh and I are gonna decompress. We're gonna de-stress. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about this for another hour. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> no. Bye, everybody. Right, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye.